The Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series is brought to you in part by Berks Pet Care. Learn more about them at www.berkspetcare.com. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. We are picking up with part two of the story, Finding Sandra D. But in order to tell part two of the story, we need to go back seven years. So here to help me tell part two of Sandra D's story is our shelter manager, Sarah, and our new friends, Alicia and Brenda from West Virginia. Sarah, tell me seven years ago, before you worked at the ARL, tell me about a dog. I'll tell you about my baby, my favorite child, Elvis. I really wasn't in the market for a second dog. I currently had one named Abby, and she was wonderful. But a picture of his came through an email from a local rescue that he needed a home, and he just screamed Sarah. So I went and I met him, fell in love, adopted him, and I've had him ever since. Where was he? He was originally found on a highway in West Virginia. Our lo- one of our local rescues, Castaway Critters out of Harrisburg, picked him up from West Virginia, brought him up here. He was in a foster home for a little bit, probably about two weeks before I found him. Okay. All right. So fast forward to seven years later. Mm-hmm. Um, Elvis has an injury. Yep. Which spurs you to do what? Spurs me to find the people that saved him. Kind of a tall order. We know this is seven years ago. We know that this happened in West Virginia. How do you even start? Social media. I figured that was going to be my best bet. Um, I had very limited information. And, of course, true to form, I couldn't find his original paperwork that had anything on it. So I did remember the name of the shelter that he originated from in West Virginia. I sent them a private message via Facebook. They responded back to me. They, They remembered exactly what dog it was. They sent me his intake pictures. And then they sent me the names of the two ladies that saved him. Okay, now you know the two ladies. Mm-hmm. How do you find them? They gave me their phone number. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the shelter that got him originally gave you the phone number of the two women that found him yep. seven years later. Yep. What are the chances these women have the same phone uh, exactly number? That's exactly what I thought. And I actually <laughs> held on to that phone number for a day. I thought, I don't want to creep these people out. They don't know me. I don't even know how I start the conversation. I had a mock conversation with my boyfriend, Chad, about what I was going to say so I didn't sound so creepy. And then I just picked up the phone on my lunch break one day and I called and lo and behold, they had the same number. So who answered the phone? Alicia. Alicia. So Alicia, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. Um, Alicia and her mom, Brenda, are drove to our shelter today from West Virginia. So mm-hmm. how long were you in the car, ladies? Six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. So tell us first about that day that you rescued this little dog well we were going to new martinsville we live in tyler county but new martinsville is like 10 miles north on route two uh one of the main highways of west virginia we were coming into wetzel county and we see this little wet dog in the middle of the road and all this traffic and we automatically stopped the car jumped out and here comes a semi, which a semi actually saw what we were trying to do was catch this dog, and he stopped. He just literally put on his brakes for <laughs> us, held the southbound traffic coming down, and of course our car stopped the northbound. So we scooped him up, wrapped him up in a blanket, and then we, and then that was great because then the traffic was gone. But he, his fate was very. So is this bad. like a a rural area? Is this no? A, this is a the, one of the main highways, Route Two going down. It's a very high travel route. So two. how do you think a little dog got onto this major highway? Was is there houses nearby? Yes. Is there there's there houses nearby which we walked around to a few houses. Nobody recognized the dog. Only I mean the nails were very very long. He was 
matted. He looked so thin. Uh, first thing we thought was to take him to the nearest shelter in case somebody tried to claim him because we did knock on some doors and nobody, they either didn't come to the door and the one person said it didn't look familiar. All right, so Alicia, you take him to the shelter. What? Tell us a little bit more about what his condition was. He was in poor condition. Very thin. thin. Very little. He's at least he like double the, the size so today. He's he was. very skinny. Very, very skinny. That's how Elvis, mm-hmm. uh, how he came to be known, was found. Mm-hmm. Alicia, what did you think when this crazy lady calls you <laughs> I, seven years later? I, I was confused. I, I wasn't sure who she was she and was what what she was even talking about. I was like, well, we've rescued so many and helped so many. I don't know. And then she started telling me Route 2 and Wetzel County shelter. And that's when I was like, oh, yeah, I know what dog you're talking and about we, now. We, we refer to him as Max. Yeah, that's what Max. they named. Yeah, because that's what they had named him was Max. And then whenever, whenever she come walking up the stairs with this lady on the speakerphone, and she's answering these odd questions, and she said, <laughs> "It's about a dog, Elvis, seven years ago, in Wetzel County." And I'm like, "Max," and we hit it right on the spot with Max. And she's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes." So then we took off with it there. Yeah. You ladies became Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and have kept in touch ever since this phone conversation. You both had been following Sarah's frantic posts about this little missing Lhasa Apso named Sandra D. And I think the whole, everybody that was following this story just kind of breathed this huge, immense sigh of relief when this little girl was found. Um, and you immediately said, what, to Sarah? I want her. <laughs> well, is that what I said? I think I've, I'm not sure what you I've said. I've been responding several times. Yeah. She needs to be here. She needs to be with us. Uh, and then, of course, whenever I tagged Alicia, and I'm like, look at this little girl. And she was like, I want her, Mom. Well, you know, we have had several dogs, and we have seven females at home, all spoiled bad, and all came out of bad, bad situations. But they lived the life. I mean, most animals dreams yeah so we wanted her and then when we found out the story behind her with being lost for nine days in the blizzard and i mean it just broke our hearts i mean just thinking of how could somebody have let her get away i mean i we just don't understand the whole process of her getting loose it is yeah i mean it is it's hard to know what exactly happened and, and led to that circumstance which leads us to the next question. You know, obviously this is a dog that does have a history of escaping. Um, we were not going to let her go to just anywhere. We were going to make very, very sure that wherever she ended up, she's going to be uh, well supervised and um, in a yard that is locked up like Fort Knox. So, girls, what, I mean, what qualifies you to take care of a dog like this? This is your interview. Here you go. Okay, what qualifies us? Have you had Huge other animal lovers? Oh my! Have you had other escapees in your care before? Well, never. We actually they actually have come to us. To <laughs> yeah. We had one that we just lost to cancer. Our only male pit and lab mix. Yeah, he was all He black. actually broke through our fence and several times. Several, several times. Finally, I had to. Well, I set go. him up. We didn't know who's he was. So he was coming in. He he wouldn't leave. I didn't know whose dog. So you don't have a problem with dogs escaping. You have a problem with dogs coming in. <laughs> coming yeah. in staying. Like word has yeah, gotten and out. We have a problem. <laughs> the word uh, um, We actually help with a the olive branch. And and fo- we have fostered. We fostered one of their dogs, a Bigel, that had been abused badly. For three years that we got attached to and just 
if he would have got tried to be adopted, mm -hmm. London them knew that well they have to go through us first <laughs> because we really didn't want Sam to go anywhere. Yeah. He had such a rough life that he needed to live his life there. So, <laughs> you girls are obviously very well experienced in rescue, um, fostering, mm -hmm. owning animals. Mm -hmm. So, oh, yeah. you drove up here today, six and a half hours from West Virginia, to take our little Sandra D with you. And her new name is going to be... Ginger. Ginger. <laughs> Ginger Grace. Ginger Grace. <laughs> I see there Mommy, might... you don't look happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it should be Ginger Grant. Off Gilligan's Island, but Sarah, tell us mm -hmm. for a minute. Obviously, when this when the dog was found, mm -hmm. you took her immediately home and yep. said you weren't letting her out of your sight. Yep. It's been uh, three or four days. Mm -hmm. Wait, we should mention. Let me go back a second. In case this doesn't all sound like it was just something that was meant to be, we should mention we did not get a single other application for Sandra D. Correct. Except from these two lovely women from West Virginia. Mm -hmm. So um, yep. it's meant to be. Yep. So it's meant to be. The girls. numbers have all fell in too. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> the nine days she was lost in the blizzard. The nine days mm -hmm. it took you to actually find mm -hmm. us as Elvis's uh, saviors. Mm -hmm. We live on 58 Michelle Lane. Mm -hmm. You're uh, 58 Kennel Road. 58, 58 Kennel Road. Road. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. All the numbers. This means she... In, Nobody. She's supposed to be with you. She, she is. Right so, but Sarah, mm -hmm. even after just a few days, you've had her at home for yep. four days. Yep. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm probably going to ball when they take her. <laughs> um, you know, that night when I took her home, I got her all settled, and my boyfriend and I were having dinner, and I said to him, I don't know who I trust to take her. Right. You know, because... It's just people that come in, they apply for dogs. We don't really know them. And, and we have a lot of great adopters, don't get me wrong, but knowing what we know about her, she came in as a stray, she got lost, was on lamb for nine days. Um, I'm like, I don't know who I trust that will listen when I say, she may bolt. you got to keep an eye on her. Right. You know, you got to do what you got to do. And then, like, I think probably like 15 minutes into the conversation, Brenda and I were texting, and she's like, I want her. <laughs> and I was like, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> so I felt, I feel oh, the best yeah. about this that I have about anything. All right, so we are going to take some pictures as Sandra D, now Ginger, is leaving the building. Mm -hmm. uh, we will post that on our Facebook page. So if you guys want to check out um, some pictures of this happy home-going situation, uh, her travel back to West Virginia, please check our Facebook page. And as always, if you need more information about any of our adoptable dogs, you can visit www.berksarl.org. Alicia and Brenda, thank you so much for coming from West Virginia to rescue this little Lhasa Apso with quite the backstory. Sarah, of course, thank you for taking care thank of her you. until her until her new parents came. My for her. pleasure. Mm -hmm.